Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to My Favourite Takeaway Podcast, the show for people who love food but can't always be bothered to cook it. I am Tom Crane and my co-host is Simran Shah. How are you, Sim? Hi, I'm good, Tom. How are you? I'm good. And Just to explain for people who haven't listened before, this is a show where myself and Sim go into the homes of celebrities, have their favourite takeaways just as they normally have it. Sim, I, I want to talk to you about something. You may not remember, way back... Series one, if you can remember as far back as the previous series. I can remember what's possibly just under a year ago. Yeah, I'd say 10 months. <laughs> well, you're ahead of me, to be honest. Uh, it's, uh, I smoke too much weed at university. <laughs> Genuinely, there's a, there's a real sort of memory problem, but that's fine. That's something I need to deal with medically. Um, so in, I think it was like the second or third episode, I had an idea for a takeaway business, which was basically, you may remember this, um, motorbikes that would come up next to you when you're on the motorway and deliver your takeaway food through the window uh so basically if if, if you're stuck on the motorway for ages it's, it, it's a motorbike that can keep the same pace as your car and pass your food through the window do you remember that i do remember that incredibly dangerous idea yeah i do i do remember that <laughs> okay that, that yeah, what right. seems yeah, like entirely legal. illegal and and completely completely dangerous idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love my family, but I also really want a pizza, so I'm going to put them at risk. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I really want a mighty meaty. Now, my girlfriend Claire, we were on the motorway driving back from Norfolk yesterday. Got stuck in really, really heavy traffic, and next to us, in the heavy traffic on the motorway, was a stone baked pizza van the sort of thing they have at festivals it just stuck it stopped exactly by our window and we were then stuck in the traffic for like an hour and a half and it's, it's given me a new idea for a business uh, and i was wondering do you, do you want to listen to this do you, want to, do you want to see if this has got legs do you think the last one's ridiculous do you think this has got legs okay i think i've got no other choice but to listen to this so here we go <laughs> <laughs> it's good content simran so basically this is a takeaway delivery service that is it works completely on the road and it solely seeks out areas of heavy traffic, okay? So it actively seeks out traffic jams. Because <laughs> I was looking okay. at that stone van, okay. and I thought, if someone was in that van and they opened the flat and they started selling pizza at this point, they would make an absolute killing. None of us have moved in an hour and a half. The amount of money they'd make on this. So the, if you run the company, you, you type into Waze, find the slowest route, basically, seek out heavy traffic. <laughs> and then you go there and you you know you're going to get gridlocked. And then you, you just sit there. And then you know that sort of long wooden 
paddle they sort of they put pizzas into the oven with that thing oh yeah oh they i can visualize that this. to pass you yes, the pizzas great. from the okay. van through the windows into the cars so it's a business which is entirely built up on the idea that people get hungry when they're in traffic jams Thoughts? well can i just say <laughs> this is actually potentially a genius idea but it's Thank a genius you. idea because i think it's self-generating the issue is <sighs> when you're in traffic you, you're yeah People get into traffic jams because generally they're slowing down, right? And so yes. what better way to keep a car constantly moving at a slow pace than the driver yeah. eating at the same time as driving? Like, <laughs> what you're doing is you're just creating more traffic. Oh, that's clever. So you're saying the the product itself is also creating the environment in which your company will flourish, basically, you're saying. Absolutely correct. That is that is exactly what you're doing. So you're both the problem and the solution. So I, I think there's money in that. I mean, it, 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 you can tell now on your apps, there's like bright red roads which say where the traffic is. You, you can literally know where you should be heading. So they set off. You get there, you make your money, you go home, and you know, to your big home because you're making a lot of money from this business. That's the idea. Anyway, I haven't got a name for it. If anyone out there's got a name, yeah, what's the name for this? What's the name for this incredible? Well, what uh, I need a name. You've got to start with the name, Crane. What's the name? I haven't got one. I haven't got one. Maybe our listeners have a name. Um, You could send us suggestions for my genius traffic jam takeaway business. Send us some ideas for what you can call it. If it's a good enough name, I'll cut you in for 15%. We can both become very, very rich 50, together. 15%? <laughs> I'm going to go lower than that. Just, just, oh, no. just go. That's such a high. <laughs> That's so wrong. Okay. We'll discuss the percentage in person. Okay, and just to be fine. clear, just because someone says something on a podcast, it's not a binding contract. So uh, we'll, the percentage will be addressed at a later date. Now, talking about contact and talking about stuff people can send us, as always, our lovely listeners have sent us stuff, haven't they, Sim? Uh, what have we been sent in by our listeners this week? So we have an email here from Andrew, who's in Lincoln. And he says, hello, both. Absolutely loving the podcast and to hear your takeaways on food. I read something this evening that changed the way I look at pizza dips. Now, get ready for this, guys, because this is a strange one, I've got to say. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew says, I got a pizza meal deal from a local supermarket, and on the pack for the dips, it says, perfect to dip your pizza crusts in. Now, usually, when I have a pizza from Domino's or other places, I get the garlic and herb dip, but use it for my whole pizza rather than just the crust. I will dip the whole slice in. Is this what you both do, or have I only just learnt that the dips are meant for the crusts? Okay, so let's unpack. Let's unpack this a bit. First of all, I I don't know anyone who didn't realise that you sort of you dip the crusts into the dip. Your crusts go into the yeah. dip. I think that's slightly odd that Andrew never put those two together. But but would you would you say on that very briefly? Do you think there's something? I mean, is this how obvious the suggestions are on packets now? Like you are aware this dip could be used. Is it? Does it also say things like this is you know this food is perfect for putting in your mouth and chewing? What's the sort of <laughs> why, why? well? I guess I guess it? I guess the thing is 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 the pizza crust the pizza crust is not designed just to be dipped. It's it's a handle, yeah. isn't it? It's a handle for the slice. Yes. You're not going to go if you had a pizza with no crust. How are you handling that? Like you're not that that's that's yeah, a straight yeah, yeah. to knife and fork. Like the, that, the, well, the, that's a, that, technically that's a lamajun, isn't it? That's a Turkish pizza, oh so it does God, exist. Well said. Well said. You, you said that much. perfectly. Well, are you? A, so do you only dip the crust, then, Simran, or do you dip the whole thing? What's your What's your approach? Well, 
I worry we've covered this before, but if we haven't covered this before, my strategy is always I yeah. um, take a bite first, dip free. <laughs> then the third yes. or fourth bite in, I'm going dip. And then if, if I'm powering through the crusts, there's got to be dip there. You're not just eating crusts, just breaded agree more. with dip free. That's not happening. You do the same as me. That initial that initial bite is like, you know, the, the scientific control where they do yes. in an experiment, they do one thing where they haven't affected it with anything just so that you can go, okay, that's what would happen if we didn't involve any outside forces. We know what that is. We've got that reading. Now we can go from there. I, I'm exactly the same. I always have one bite, but I'm all about dipping the main part of the pizza in. I, I need, I basically dip on everything. That's, that's, that's the way I work. But there's, there's a chance that we are getting this wrong. Craig, do you know what I did recently? I ordered a burger and I had yeah. a Domino's garlic and herb dip and I dipped the burger into the garlic and herb dip. So have you ever no. used, so I used... A pizza dip, that's far but, too but rich. Not for, that's not working. For a pe- no, it was working great. Though it really? was weird. No, no, it was weird because that. it was weird because I felt like I should be eating a pizza. It, like it, sh- it felt like yeah. it should be a triangular uh, <laughs> bit of bread was going in my mouth, but it actually wasn't. So it was actually the shape. I'm not used to having a garlic and herb dip taste from a round yeah. uh, sort of object. That weird thing to say. That felt like a weird thing to say. <laughs> No, no. I, I, I do, well, I mean, first of all, pizzas are round, but you, you, you're right. They, they do divide into triangles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you, yeah, but you, you're, no, no one's picking up a pizza and eating it like a burger. You're not eating up, picking up the whole thing and biting into it. Not for me to assume how you live your life, but you, I imagine you have knives and forks in your house as well. So you have the ability to cut your burger into triangles as well. I mean, you could even use a pizza cutter to do that. You have this in your power. Who's cutting their burger into triangles? I'm not a demon. <laughs> The mad. My mother eats a burger with a knife and fork. It's quite sweet. Um, well, your mother has class, and I don't, so I would does. never do. But that, that feels like too rich a thing. That I think I think I'm, I'm not buying that as an idea. The, the garlic and herb dip that feels like too too rich a thing to go with a burger. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Here's another question for our listeners: Would you ever dip a pita bread or whatever is some toasted bread into a condiment? So okay. You know, like, no. would you ever have a crisp, for example? You could have crisp with hummus, sure. You could have pita yes. bread with hummus, yeah. sure. Would you ever have crisp with ketchup? Would you ever have a dip a crisp into mayonnaise? I, I want to hear from the people that do that, because that, that is serial killer stuff, kind of craziness. <laughs> like, I would never do that. But would you ever do that? I think that was fascinating. The people who do that, please. I want to hear about that it, and I want to see the and evidence. What, what is the line? And beyond that, I think another question is, what is the weirdest thing that you use as a dip? Is there anything you know you shouldn't be dipping into, but you do? Uh, if you want to contact the show with any of the weird things you do takeaway-wise to tell us about strange things that you dip into that you know that you shouldn't really be dipping into, you can contact the show on hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. But of course, that is only one of the many, many ways you can shout to us. You can follow us on Insta on My Favourite Takeaway Podcast, on Twitter on Fav Takeaway Pod, or email us hello at myfavouritetakeawaypodcast.com. So before we go into our guest this week, as always, I just want to mention, if you are enjoying the show, do leave us a review, spread the word, tell your friends, and also subscribe so that you don't miss out on any episodes as they come. Uh, we love doing it, and we really appreciate the fact you're enjoying it too. Um, Simran. Which brilliant guests have we got coming up this week? So next up, we have the brilliant Angela Barnes. Uh, she is obviously a regular on Mock the Week, and we ate some incredible Thai food with her in Crane's house. 
Hope you enjoy. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, we are here actually in Tom's house. We are. And we're joined by... We're joined by, of course, Angela Barnes. Hello. And, of course, my co-host Tom Crane, as usual. Angela, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be here in Tom Crane's house. I mean, I get it. I live in Brighton. And getting people out of London to the seaside is hard. Well, uh, Angela, thank you very much for coming to London uh, for this, this show. We are having one of your favourite types of food, your favourite cuisine. We've ordered a version of, uh, obviously, we're not in Brighton. Yes. Um, you've gone for Thai food. Where would you normally order your Thai food oh, from? Oh, God, now you've put me on the spot. I can't remember the name of it, because there's one, because obviously we do everything through an app now, okay, don't you? Yeah. And there's one that's just the top of the app that we always use that's really nice. And, you know, I couldn't tell you what it's called. How are you, are you sorting your app by distance, by quality of the thing? Because you know you can if click it. If I'm searching it. for one, then I do go by reviews which i hate myself for doing that but it's such a risk when you go to a new takeaway the thing is but do you trust other people's judgment well it's a numbers game isn't it it's a numbers game so if enough people have reviewed them then it's gonna work out just couldn't agree more if it's like one and a half thousand people and it's at four stars or whatever the one i worry was like five stars but there's like 13 people exactly that's your relatives because i'm all yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. i'm also thinking you've reset that sometime you know when someone sells you a car and you go this hasn't really done 40 miles yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) it was built in 1972 but um but yeah i think someone's reset that so there's something going on so i'm the same numbers game and do you have a cross-reference with google do you ever do that? Sometimes I have been known to do that just to make sure. Because there's nothing worse than going, right, we're going to have a takeaway tonight. And you're all excited about it. And and especially with the job I do, it's very rare I get an evening in. And so when I do, that's my, you know, get a takeaway, watch a film. Me and my husband actually get to spend some time. It's a really special thing. So if the takeaway then comes and it's rubbish, that's, <laughs> that's ruined. Everything. So like that's you, my week ruined. Would you ring them up and complain? No, I'm British. <laughs> no, no, no. Would you never. leave a review? Never. I would. I've never left a review on anything like that. Well, I just say I work in a job where you're reviewed all the time and it's horrible. And so yeah. while I'll use reviews... I yeah. don't like doing them. No, I completely agree that's with that. I, w- I would never, ever review someone's takeaway. Yeah. I think even if it gave me food poisoning, I'd go, well, that's between me and my toilet. Exactly. <laughs> I might tell my friends locally, I might go, I wouldn't use that one. But I just couldn't yeah. do that to a business really because I'm a business where if people write shit about me, that's so. That's, that's so really horrible. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah, I do completely get that. Yeah. yeah. We have two Ooh. plates of food that are going cold in front of us, so let's crack onto these. So what have you ordered here? What have you, what have you requested? I've ordered, a, very simple, a pad thai, because it is lunchtime as well, I should say. If we yeah, were ordering in the evening, yeah. there would be a thousand sides and yeah. lots of, court, you know, I yeah. would be over-ordering massively. Okay. Because it's lunchtime. Control. Pad thai, pad thai, simple, quick, easy. 
And then would you be eating this on the sofa with your husband watching telly? Is yeah. that the usual vibe? Yeah, that's okay, it. Okay, so it's not at the table as we're doing now. Oh, God, no, no, no. no, no. no how would you be, because you have an option here. Would you like it from the container, from I'm a bowl or a plate? I'm from the container. I'm not fussy about... What would you normally thing. have? Are you normally... At home, I think, oh, it depends what we're having. If it's something with lots of bits, then obviously you put it on a plate. Let's um, say it's pad thai. But we're very pro-saving washing up in our house. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. you know, yeah. If that can happen, then we'll we'll do it that way. I'm all about a plate. I have a problem. You're so posh, Tom. I'm a... <laughs> Even if I'm having burger and chips, I will use a knife and fork. That is incredible. With the burger? Sometimes. I'm I, well, I don't always use it, but I always bring out the plate, the knife and the fork, and sometimes I poke a couple of chips with the fork. I, yeah. I, the, the burger mm. I eat with my hands. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I always have this idea of it needs to, this sort of formality. I my quite like you, the... you would have loved my dad. My dad, very, you know, working class man, but he had a thing about you had to eat everything with a knife and fork, whatever it was. And even if you had like a bowl of pasta he'd have a knife and fork. And if you didn't eat it, like if you ate like a sort of normal person with a bowl of pasta, maybe with a fork, you know, a bit of penne or whatever, he would, so for some reason, and I don't know where he got this in his head, but his phrase would be, stop it, you're eating like an American. I <laughs> <Right? laughs> don't know where that came okay. from, but that was, it. and then for about two years when I was in my 20s, I dated an American guy. And it was really, I used to love it when he came around to my dad's house, because you see me eating with a fork, my dad couldn't say anything. <laughs> Oh, wow. He's just like, he's eating like an American. Yeah, well, he is one, so he's allowed to, isn't he? <laughs> so, <laughs> At home, you'll be on the sofa. Feel free to. I've realised what this. I've done as well is I've, you know, come to your house, Tom, and I've ordered like the hardest thing to eat without making a mess. Okay, so we've tried some of the pad thai. Mm. What are your thoughts? It's yummy, actually. It's very nice. I haven't eaten loads of it because I'm not much of a lunch eater. Yeah. Eating on the road is hard, right? It's really hard because I often am too nervous to eat before a show. So you end up eating late at night. And even though service stations now have an M&S in them, it's very difficult to go in the M&S and get a salad when there's also a Burger King. <laughs> you know? Mad. It's, it's mad. You know? Yeah. And uh, so it's hard to eat healthily on the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the conversation, yeah. my favourite one recently has been, and I, I, he absolutely would be pissing himself laughing that I'm telling you this, but you probably know, the stand-up comedian Phil Gerrard, who passed away yes. sadly last year, tremendous man, was tremendous one of comedian. my best friends, and I love him dearly, and he's been my support act on every tour I've done. And Phil was a massive enabler. Was <laughs> when he? He came, just a huge enabler. He'd just be like, we're getting a McDonald's, right? Yeah, we're getting a McDonald's, <laughs> obviously. But I, I'd try and be good and try and not do that and go, you know, and there were times when Phil would have a McDonald's and I wouldn't, and then I'd be like, oh, I really want that burger. <laughs> but Phil loved the Mackie D's. Yeah. So I just loved one on the way home from gigs and stuff. And now I've found myself, since he passed away, getting one in his memory. And that's oh, how I justify oh, really? it. You don't mean one for you and one in his memory. No, no, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Although, now you yeah. said that. But I found myself like stopping at services and going, there's a McDonald's there. Oh, well, it's what Phil would do if he was here. <laughs> I've, I've talked about this to his so wife. He's still and she's an like, enabler. Okay. He's still enabling me. He's still, because I just think, if it, you know, oh, I miss him. I'm going to get a McDonald's because it makes me think of him. And then you're like, Angela. And to what extent are you actually applying this when you're making the order? So are you thinking, oh, he'd really like me to have nine? Well, this, this, <laughs> well, this is the thing. Six. Because <laughs> I, mean. I know that I'm just using it as an excuse because he used to rip the piss out of me for liking a McDonald's apple pie, right? Oh. He used to think that was no, unacceptable. Whoa, 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 whoa. I I am with you. Right, thank this you. This apple pie is not only delicious, but cinnamony in a way that you would never <laughs> but you'd expect. I'd say never you, seen an apple. You don't need <laughs> <you've laughs> never seen an apple. There is I love no it. apples in that pie. Also, it's <laughs> not a pie. And it's not, not a, pie. a pie. It's a panini. It's it's a, a, I mean, who knows what it is? I don't, I don't know, know what, what they do is. to the make it like that. It's the shape it's, of an iPhone. It's not, not a pie. pie. Yeah. Never seen <laughs> it is 100% not a pie. I'm going to controversially say, you only. I think you never need more than one bite of them, though. 
Oh no, I could eat two. I could eat two. I could eat definitely could eat two. But he'd be like, "That's unacceptable. Get out of my car. You're not bringing that in my car." Really? And um, so now I know that I'm using him as an excuse because I'll get an apple pie and go, huh, "And fuck you, I'm having an apple pie." <laughs> um, you know, but it's always there's that moment where I go, "Oh McDonald's, oh Phil, yeah, I'm going to get a McDonald's." And I'm like, he would so be loving that I. That he's That's still. So nice. <laughs> I, my dad. <laughs> can be ask one more thing about apple pies again. Uh, please so, do, yeah, of course. <laughs> about the apple pie. Do you do this thing, Andrew, that I do with an apple pie? Do you suck out the middle? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. But sometimes. That's a cry for help. But isn't sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, if I'm on the second apple pie, and I've done this with yeah. two apple pies, I've had too much of the filling. So I just squeeze out the filling. Just eat the cake. And just eat the like cake. And just, and just eat the crispy. Oh. I just want to say briefly, Outside. the sentence, it shouldn't, you should never use the sentence when I'm on the second apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, said with well, such well, casual... <laughs> when I said I could eat two, yeah. I don't think I ever actually have. Oh, no, I just I've could. Done. I've done. I've done. <laughs> you have some, yeah, yeah, you have a control on that front. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you talk about touring there. So, you, so if you are pulling up in a service station, we do ask this quite a lot, actually. What is your go-to service station treat if it's not a mcdonald's what yeah. are you getting I, I find that fascinating what comedians eat on the way yeah. to what's your thing i tend to because the problem is i often go i'm gonna get mcdonald's on the way home and then you forget that actually in a lot of service stations the mcdonald's shots are like 10 and oh. so you get there and you're like it's shot and it's the worst thing yeah. that can ever happen and then you end up like with some that. shitty sandwich from wh smith because that's the only thing that's open and it just tastes of nothing and you'll really cry all the way home <laughs> that's what usually happens but actually i will go to m&s or waitrose a lot of them have little waitrose in and get like a little salad little pasta salad or something like that it's all still processed shit full of sugar at the end of the day but yeah. you feel a bit more virtuous yeah yeah, yeah. Get, so yeah. i'd never i don't think i'd ever get a mcdonald's or a kfc on the way to a gig but there's that moment on the way home where i just go Fuck, it's what Phil would want. <laughs> are you eating it in the car? or like Will Briggs, who's a, a comedy promoter and mm. a good friend of mine, he always drives to a McDonald's and sits in the McDonald's and oh, eats no. his McDonald's. Even if it's like, in his hometown, he'll just go, oh, I'm going to go and get a McDonald's. And he'll sit, he has it in, I don't get that. No, who, I don't. Who's because... sitting in the restaurant? Well, people obviously are. They're restaurants for a reason. But... My passenger seat of my car is disgusting. <laughs> Because it's my dinner table most yes. of the time. And the amount of time I'll yes. go somewhere, I'll give you a lift <laughs> and then they're at the door, I go, oh shit, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got last night's Mackie D lettuce yeah. on it, sorry. Because yeah. um, lettuce is always there, oh my God. stuck in between the <laughs> creases of the seat. You're going to like this. Do you know what my friend bought me for Christmas? Go on. And it's, another, it's Phil Lucas, who is also a good friend of Phil Gerrard's, right? Yeah. And so uh, we've sort of shared this thing about how Phil keeps making us eat McDonald's without even being here. We're still doing it because of him. <laughs> and he bought me for Christmas a McDonald's dip holder. <gasps> what? That you put on like the vent on your car, like where the thing clips are. <gasps> oh my God, this is a and game And it holds the dip. Because that was the, always the trouble. Like eating in the car, I can do, I can eat in the dark, but you can't dip in the dark. It's hard. But when it's right there, I can. I can only assume that the designer of that is the richest person in the world. Yeah. <laughs> how is that not? <laughs> The biggest product. It should just be so, in your car when you yeah, buy yeah, yeah. it. It should cup holder, so, McDonald's dip holder. Okay, so, so let's just talk. By the way, McDonald's are bad. I know that. Just in case anyone, I know yeah, that. But they're also good. Because <laughs> we, do, we do want them as sponsors. Um, uh, so let, let me quickly ask you again about the McDonald's and eating in a car. Mm -hmm. So I eat the McDonald's inside a car. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of eating it in a car. Yeah. Where are you placing all the items? Like, is the, mm. let's say you've got mm -hmm. a Big Mac. Yeah, yeah. And you're opening up. Yeah. The, uh, the, what, what was it? The, what, is, what is a Big Mac in? A the, car? Box yeah. thing, the box thing, isn't it? The box. I remember the days when they were polystyrene. Yeah, remember the that? box. Anyway, I, remember, yeah. I remember 
Yeah. Can I just briefly ask? I'm not the only one here thinking I really wish I was having a McDonald's. Yeah, I, I, I don't, this pad thai looks shit <laughs> now, doesn't it? Fucking, what the hell is this? Do you know, there was what part of this? me that went, what is this? oh, I could get a McDonald's and just blame it on Phil Jarrett. <laughs> and then I couldn't bring myself, I thought I want to look sophisticated in front of Tom Crane, so I'm going to order a pad thai. <laughs> but now I know what we all really want right now is a McDonald's. So, 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 go on. so would you put the box on your lap? Right. Would you put it? I've got a system. Yeah, okay. Let's so talk me system. through your system. Ever since I was little and used to have McDonald's, I've always, always, always eaten all the chips first and then the burger, regardless of I don't mix and match. You eat all the chips really? and then you eat the burger. I don't know why, but that's just how I do it. And I think it's a, I had a real save the best to last thing when I was a kid. Uh, okay. And now I realise that that's not always good because you fill up on the shit stuff and then you're too yeah. full to eat the good stuff. Are you dipping the chips? So but I'm dipping the chips. So I put the dip in my dip holder now but what i do i get the chips and the apple pie and the burger out of the bag and then flatten the bag put that on the seat yes so that's yes. like my little <laughs> very tabletop. Nice. Little tray so that's my little tray yeah so then i will eat all the chips dip eat them and then open the burger box and then burgers just in my hand the thing is if is you're driving i suddenly need my hand i've got an automatic so i'm not changing gear so it's quite it's a lot easier to eat than Can an automatic you put on the fans and like the foot well, well and we, keep the burger hot well, well you have that because my concern but you, but here's you another weird it? thing about me is I don't mind lukewarm or cold food oh, I don't mind it like, I, I know some mind. people really I, need their food no, really I'm hot but I don't mind I don't mind, it I don't mind well. if it's got but a bit are chilly you, are you driving whilst eating at this yeah point? yeah okay so you wouldn't uh, sit uh, any police listening no <laughs> I wouldn't I don't think you're supposed to do that I don't know but that's interesting because I sit in the McDonald's car park right I have done that I have done that in the car park yeah. And eat it in the car or the car park. It depends how, if I've got plenty of time, I might do that. Yeah, sure. But if I'm, yeah, in a rush or got to get to a gig or whatever, or no, I just want to get home, then sense. I'll. And where's the lettuce going, Angela? Everywhere. Uh, it's a <laughs> I mean, my footwell in the pack is disgusting. But you keep I a rabbit down there. I think there's cress <laughs> growing on the. Carpet and the because, rugs down there is disgusting. The other thing is, which is, you know, you obviously a pro at this, driving around and eating a burger mm. at the same time means you're having to do it one handed. Yeah. You're not oh, eating yeah. that burger with two hands. No. But because I've spread out the bag, you see, if I need to put the burger down quickly, I can do it really quickly because it'll mm. yeah, almost certainly yeah, land okay, on the so bag. I'm not trying to get it back so in the box. It goes on the bag. You're not to 60 on burger to. Yeah, seat, burger's bag, it? do what yeah. I need to do. Get the burger back. But well, if they've designed a thing to hold your dip, could they not design a thing which is attached to the sort of sun visor thing. Maybe we should keep this to ourselves. Hold, which holds the burger. <laughs> yeah. So you can look well, like, I, a, like a horse with a carrot. It reminded me of Phil Jared came to pick me up once in the car when we were doing a show. And uh, I just got in the car and I just looked up and he just had a bunch of grapes on the visor. And he was just like, picking grapes off it. And it, I was like, that is genius. Oh, that is really good. That's just genius. Really good. He was like, well, I couldn't put them on the passenger seat because you're going to be sitting there. So I've just put them up there. He was a kind man. A kind man. Um, I do have to take umbrage with one thing you both said, though. Mm. I completely disagree that a McDonald's can survive going cold. You don't mind it. I, I think it, like the chips it. become so. Oh, that's why you eat the chips low. first because oh, they're still the chip, hot. The chips, you're right. The yeah, the chips. Are so I eat those first the anyway. So, but the chips. Okay. I I eat, that's like why I eat the chips first. I think. It's not a cold. It's not cold. Cold. Mm. But it's it's lost its piping heat. And what is your go-to McDonald's order, by the way? Oh well. So I am a lapsed vegan, so it depends on what phase <laughs> I'm in, whether I'm eating meat or not. Currently, um, what would it be? Currently, it would be probably a Big Mac. Okay. I used to, when I was first vegetarian, when I was 14, you couldn't get veggie burgers then because I'm really old. And that was, so that, when was I 14? 1989, 1990, around that time. And they just didn't do veggie options in Burger King or McDonald's anywhere. And so I used to order, from McDonald's, I used to order a Big Mac with no meat. 
And they look at me and go, what? And I'm like, because you get the flavour of the Big Mac, right? It's all the salad and the sauce is what, and the gherkins and all of that taste. And they just look at me and go, yeah, just Big Mac, but no. And they were like, we, we have to charge you the same. Like, yeah, that's fine. But I just want a Big Mac with no burgers in it. All right. And it, that Do did we, it for me. Would it not have been quite cool to sort of go point to someone else further down the till and go, they can have my they burgers? They can have my burgers. <laughs> 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 Give that cute guy my burgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, sorry, uh, there is some two, two patties. You could, um, <laughs> they're from the woman over there. <laughs> you know, in a, West, in a Western movie where they slide, slide, they slide the a whiskey down the bar. <laughs> Frisbee it across the room. Here you go. Do you know they released a chicken Big Mac recently? Yeah, yeah. A I'm a purist. A double Big Mac. I had the chicken Big Mac. What's that like? The double Big Mac. Well, the chicken Big Mac was not as good as a chicken sandwich, and the double Big Mac was too unwieldy. Mm. Okay. Thoughts on the Big Tasty? Big Tasty feels like it should be a Burger King burger. See, this, uh, I'm a bit of a pure... Like, yeah. I don't like it when they change it up. Yeah. I'm like, I know what I want in a McDonald's, and it's either going to be a quarter pound of a cheese or a Big Mac. Yes. Really. Or, you know, or sometimes a chicken sandwich, sometimes a vegetable yeah, burger. If I'm going veggie, I prefer Burger King, because I really like a spicy bean burger. Uh, a okay. Burger King spicy yeah. bean burger. Is this a really geeky thing to want to know the answer to? But I would love McDonald's to tell me what the highest performing burgers are. Big you Mac, probably surely. Google it. I'm sure yeah, you it, Google it. On their menu, like Big Mac, chicken sandwich, cheeseburger. Like, what is the... Or is it actually the 99p one? I say it might be a Happy Meal. Philly of Fish yeah. is up there. Because, you know, you take kids, don't you? And if you go, you might get a Big Mac, but you might get three Happy Meals for the kids. Yeah. No um, way the filet of fish is up my there, by the way. There's so many is, four a year, I reckon. My friend's wife, <laughs> her <a> granddad <laughs> designed the Happy Meal box. Wow. wow. That's exciting, isn't it? And they're yeah. still stuck with the design as well, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Because we didn't have Happy Meals when we were kids. You yeah. just got a cheeseburger well, and Please chip. tell me he gets like 15% of every <laughs> Happy Meal well, sold around that. the world. <laughs> yeah. amazing, you got 15% oh of every Happy Meal sold around <laughs> yeah, the world. Did, did he, That's the only condition of the... I'll do it free. It'd be <laughs> awful stories when he was he was offered either a grand or 15% oh, of every... Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that is going to be one of those stories, yeah. though, isn't it? So you mentioned Happy Meals there. So... Yeah. Growing up, did you, ha- did you have takeaways? What was your childhood well, like? Well, we were very, was? like, so we did. I mean, we would go to McDonald's as a treat. Like, we never got it and brought it home, really. You'd go to McDonald's on a Saturday afternoon, like, been, you know, as a treat. I had my sixth birthday was a McDonald's birthday party. Was it? Um, which was great. And they give you a tour of the kitchens, which oh. is great. That's cool. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I still go every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Claim it's your sixth birthday every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your tour of the kitchen yeah they get they, they let do you well, get to make a burger because what they do so you have i can't remember how many, many friends that you have and they have like a little corner of it on a saturday afternoon and they put balloons up and stuff and you have your burgers and that and then they go right birthday girl you get to pick one of your friends who can come with you on a tour to the kitchen oh. so that, that's power that is like you're six you're like right which one have you got me the best present yeah. <laughs> well i'll tell you what, you're if, coming with me if anyone from mcdonald's is listening right now we would take a tour of one of the kitchens. <laughs> yeah. I would love a tour of a McDonald's kitchen. Would you choose me as your friend? Tom, I would choose. No, you'd be no one better. <laughs> oh, thank I you. I do wonder if they still do it. Because that would have been... So my sixth birthday would have been in 1984. And I wonder if now, they're like with, you know, hygiene regulations and stuff, whether they're allowed to do it anymore. Yeah. Maybe not. Let a six-year-old in the kitchen. That is mad, isn't it? That is, that is mad. <laughs> on a busy Saturday a busy afternoon. Sat- what could so possibly what go wrong? What is this child doing? <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to get 50 Big Macs out. I want to feel how hot the oil is. Dip your finger in. See, it's really hot, isn't it? You won't do that again, will you? <laughs> so that's an amazing. What a great birthday. Yeah. And then were you getting takeaways in general? So the only takeaways a... we ever had was uh, Chinese takeaways when I was a kid. Um, we lived on an estate and the local Chinese takeaway was called Nye's Garden and it is still there. And that was our little treat. This is but, where? Uh, in Maidstone. Okay. 
So it would always be like the most carby options. <laughs> you yeah. Have, basically, you, you'd have prawn balls, sweet and sour sauce, you know, the bright yeah. red stuff that nothing's that colour. Um, no, also, nothing is, is that sort of thick. It's a weird, it moves it's a strangely. Really weird. It's like, it's a new... It's bizarre. So it's not a gas. It's not a liquid. It's not plasma. <laughs> what is it? No one knows. Put it in the fridge and see yeah. it the next morning. Oh, it's just a lump. It's like, so weird. Like a trampoline. It's just, yeah. So we'd have that. Yeah. And then you'd have either special fried rice or chow mein and then spare ribs. And then if we were feeling really flash, you'd have Chinese chicken curry, which I still Ooh. think is one of the best things in the world ever. Is that one of your go-tos, is it? I know it's really unsophisticated, but there's yeah. something about it. Because it's not curry, but it is, but it isn't. There's yeah. something about it. My brother swears by that. I've never, I've never I've, I don't think I've even tried it. Is, even it tried you know, it. like if you get curry sauce with your chips, it's that flavour. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. Curry, okay. you know, it's that sort of, I don't really know how else to describe it, but it's that sort of curry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So quite unsophisticated curry yeah, yeah. for people who've never had curry, which we hadn't yeah. at that point. And I remember really clearly the first time I had an Indian takeaway... So my parents were divorced, so I'd see my dad at the weekends. And my dad had his first Indian meal with a friend. Like, they'd gone for a takeaway, and he's like, Angela, I'm going to blow your mind. (laughs) (laughs) I've had this thing, and it's the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. And he ordered me chicken tikka. Just the, the, not the masala, just the dry, you know. Oh, yeah. That was like some, and the mint sauce that comes with it, you know. And I thought it was the best thing I'd ever put in my mouth. I never would put it in my mouth. And I think it might have been. Like, I just, it blew my mind. So I'd never tasted anything like it. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up on Finder's crispy pancakes and my nan lived with us till I was nine so up to that point it was like wartime food I ate <laughs> it was just like sausage meat pie and yeah. right, okay. just yeah, real yeah. stodgy yeah. flavourless yeah. food you know liver that was cooked till it was like a pair of boots and nothing yeah. with any flavour yeah, yeah. or any sort of I don't think we ever had a herb <laughs> on anything you know yeah. um, unless it was sage and onion stuffing that was the nearest we got to any thing herby and then this flavour sensation of just what is this and yeah so that was my first indian takeaway and then it wasn't till like thai food it was like, i was at university and because again like thai restaurants and takeaway were a real sort of late 90s thing mm. there weren't any before yeah. that and when i was at university and i had this an australian boyfriend and in australia it was a lot more popular because obviously nearer <laughs> and just they had thai food and i was at university in brighton but his brother lived in putney so we went to visit his brother and there was a thai restaurant so we take you to a thai restaurant and the first thing I had was Tom Car Guy, the soup. Yes. And again, I was just like, these are flavours I have never yeah. had. Wow. Like, you know, lemon Thai soups are incredible. And yeah. it just blew my mind. Yeah. This. And I think that was the last time I remember a food doing that where I'm like, this is a thing I've never tasted before. This is so rare that because you get to a point where you're like, I've sort of tasted a version of everything. Yeah. Now. No, you I know. completely get that. I, I think for me, actually, weirdly, it was it seems so bland as well. The chicken korma. First mm. time I had a korma when I was about. 13 or something or probably went to an yeah. Indian restaurant there's a place called the Jaipur near us at Bath we never went out for restaurants we never got mm. takeaway we didn't at all but yeah. maybe once a year we go out for a meal as a family if a cousin was visiting or something like that yeah. and I had a call man I just couldn't believe it just blows how exciting this was <laughs> yeah. it was just like it's so full and so sort of and creamy it's just like and just... grown up and so yeah it's like like using senses I you've never I used before with the reverse experience yeah so, yes. so I grew up having all these different types. First time you tried Frey Bentos. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, the first time I had a fish and chips blew my mind. How, how is this so bland? This is insane. This is not. Have you ever had a jack of potato with beans? <laughs> and cheese! Fucking <laughs> Christ almighty! I've never, literally, I've never gone back. Oh, so funny. So... Did you normally, was it just Indian food you Not ate in the Indian house food. or heart, Not was Indian it? Yeah. Food. Every other household who has it properly in the household 
is there's lots of different types of Indian food in the house. Frozen, yeah. unfrozen. I mean, I'd have Indian food for breakfast as well, so it'd be... And what did your friends yes. think when they were coming over? Let's they say, love it. Did they? they yeah, yeah, it. yeah. But also, you know, I live with my grandmother and she did this thing that my friends absolutely loved, which is she would have these frozen samosas and deep fry them and they would be just excellent. And I went recently to buy these frozen samosas from this Indian shop and I've consistently failed to make them work. So every time... She's doing something. She's doing something. Every time I do it, they're burnt on the outside and cold as fuck on the inside. (laughs) And there's no way I've never been able to not do it. But Angela, one thing I want to know is that did you then cook much at university or were you takeaway based? I think I lived at university often, and this could sound disgusting, but my biggest sort of comfort thing is salad cream. Like oh, I, really? I love you salad and cream. Alex to this day. So together. I really, Alex I would. Brooker, have, oh, I lived does, at university. Yeah. Salad cream sandwiches was all I would. Eat. Salad cream sandwiches. Sal- salad cream sandwiches. Just bread, butter, salad cream. That's it. Toasted or just no, just just like that. Is the bread not going really limp then? Or is yep. it? Okay. That's what makes it good. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. That now. So what are we talking? What white bread, brown bread? Whatever's there. Whatever's there. <laughs> whatever's there. <laughs> whatever's Slice there. bread. Slice of bread. Butter, marge. Whatever you got. Yeah. And then good squirt of salad cream, spread it over, fold it over, bang, done. So do you still like, love and salad cream? Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that I have... like a proper filling, like no, bu- no burger. Yeah. There's nothing else, there's nothing <laughs> else in this. You could have anything well, you my, like, Angela, in this salad cream sandwich. We are like condiment fiends in our... My husband oh, and I okay. both yeah. love... Yeah. So when we do get a takeaway or we get anything, it's just all the condiments. Oh, like yeah, just yeah, yeah. everything out. But um, one of my favourite comfort foods is I love peas as well (laughs) and if I just want comfort it will be a bowl of peas with salad cream mixed in really that's the best thing you can give me yeah a bowl of peas with salad cream creamy peas yeah creamy peas squirt salad cream mix it all up yum 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 I've interestingly (laughs) I love that with salad cream it seems that people either you don't have it no as in people never have salad cream or they absolutely love it and have it on everything. People are obsessed with it or they just don't have it in their fridge. Like my friend Scott, who I live with at university, he was obsessed. Alex Brooker's obsessed. You've got clearly a... I love... It's not for, but it rarely people go. Oh, I've got some. I have a little bit once every few months. This doesn't really work like that. People just absolutely I love it. I have it on chips. Ever... I have it on. Do you? Yeah, I love it. I've never bought salad. Neither cream. have I. And I've never had a desire to put salad cream on anything. And I've got some pretty weird. Food design. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I remember when I was a kid, no one had mayonnaise. No one in the 80s had mayonnaise. Yeah. Apart from my friend whose mum was Belgian, <laughs> right? And I'm going around their house and she put mayonnaise on, chi- and I was like, this is just shit salad cream. Uh, sal- salad cream's all fucked up. <laughs> Something wrong with this salad cream. It tastes right. And, but now I really like mayonnaise as well. But at the time, I was just like, why would you have that when you could have salad cream? So, <laughs> so interesting. So talk us through your... So you say you're condiment obsessed. Mm. What is in your fridge at the moment? What are you, what are you rocking? Okay, so there's always salad cream. Yeah. There's tomato ketchup. There's barbecue sauce. I really like barbecue sauce. And I love barbecue sauce on fish and chips, which really annoys my husband. He thinks oh, that's all sorts of wrong, but I will. What else have we got? And always like vinegar on chips. Yeah. Can I, can I ask you chips about chips? Yeah. Because I want to know whether you are the type of person who, with a condiment, if you've got a squeezy bottle, mm. are you squeezing it all over the chips yeah. or is yeah. it At the bottom? side so I can so, dip. Yeah. So who? then I can have different ones. So on fish and chips, I love, on one side of the plate, I love a salad cream. And on the other side of the plate, I love barbecue sauce. Yeah. And I, I think it would be a red up. flag if I saw someone. I think, I think it nearly was for my husband. <laughs> 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 this literally occurred to me this week, my, my restaurant bugbears, is, or a cafe, whatever. you sit down, you have some chips and you go, 
yeah, can I have some ketchup? And, and they, they bring <sighs> across the smallest oh ramekin. Yeah. And you're like, well, th- you know that this just means I'm going to have to ask for more in 10 minutes. What is this? Just give yeah. me a bottle of high tomato <laughs> sauce or I'm yeah. leaving. It's willfully <laughs> small, like a sort of yeah. thimble of yeah. ketchup. Yeah. One, di- Wait, one chip, that's well, gone. I, I hate having to slide the chip up against the inside <laughs> of the ramekin <laughs> to collect every little bit. the final oh, little bits that's of so ketchup true. that have like, stuck in the corner. I'm like, well, God, just give me another ketchup, yeah. please. Just love a condiment. Mustards, all the mustards. Yeah. Whole, the grain, mustards. English, Whole grain, English, French, all of it. Yeah. Um, uh, American, American mustards. Somebody's we have, earning. If we're here, <laughs> hey, someone's doing all right. If we have pizza, my husband will um, mix up a mayonnaise with whole grain mustard for the crusts. So we have oh. that for the crusts oh. of pizza. Well, yeah. you make your own dips when you yeah, have Yeah, because te- I know that you can get the dips with them, but it's not as nice as just mayo and whole grain mustard mixed together. Really? And we That's dip our pizza crusts in so there. So if you have a takeaway pizza, you yep. are making it's your own It's delivered to the house. We have our own. They might. This have, is a first. Yeah, yeah this is we a have first. Our own. And we thought that wouldn't happen with a yeah. pizza chat. <laughs> and also then you can make as much of it as you like. You know, you're not restricted ah. by their little pot. We just make a big bowl of. You fill the bath with mayonnaise yeah, and mustard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So the, hold on a sec. But you've now chosen mayonnaise over salad cream in this mix. Yeah, you can't put salad cream in mustard. That's insane. Yeah, <laughs> is it, is it's clearly. Insane? I'm with you, Angela. <laughs> We're living in this crazy world. You need you need a, you need an ambient base, which is what mayonnaise is, yep. and yeah, then yeah. you add the the flavour with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy to start go That's salad. It's too full on. Too full on. Yeah, too full on. And ordering kill someone man, with that. Out, taking out the patty. <laughs> so how are you feeling when you've ordered dips you say about takeaway and you order all the dips and they made the mistake and the dips haven't turned up for me that's absolute heartbreak oh yeah there's nothing worse than having to I say nothing worse there's war and famine yeah. but there's nothing <laughs> worse than having <laughs> chips and nothing to dip your chips in like I don't mind chips and I can eat well, them the, for a bit on their own yeah. but I need something with my chips yeah, yeah. I love a condiment I couldn't eat just a bag of chips condiment free if there was lots of salt and vinegar, vinegar I, I might be it. able to get away with it but um vinegar, but yeah it'd have to be a lot of vinegar yeah but yeah otherwise i need dips definitely so what sort of takeaway order are you now then what's your situation now how often are you doing it are you the sort of person that over orders what's what sort of person are you i mean so i don't cook i don't like cooking i hate cooking and i think my husband loves cooking so I've just been completely de-skilled. There's no need for me to cook anymore because my husband loves it. Because he, for him, it's relaxing. Like, he'll finish work for the day. Because of the pandemic, he's working from home now. He'll finish work at half past five, six o'clock. And that's his wind down is to go to the kitchen, put his music on and just, that's his domain. I I don't touch anything, be anywhere near (laughs) it. And then I get to eat a lovely meal at the end of it. And he likes that process. So, whereas I find cooking extremely stressful don't enjoy it so that's why i think i would rather than cook something nice just have a salad cream sandwich because then it's done okay and would your husband be fed up if you ate a salad cream sandwich whilst he's making his coffee yeah i mean i would wait for you know if he's cooking that's fine someone else is worrying about it i don't have to although i have been known to start snacking while dinner's cooking because i can't wait um, yeah. But that happens. That's, but that's but he so he does all the cooking and during the last two years where he's been working at home, I think I might have cooked one meal in that whole time because I just don't. And what was it? But we uh, it probably would have been because it's just easy. Uh, I'd like just grill some salmon with some veg that that Lovely. I can manage. But we started having too many takeaways. Obviously, everyone did. I think it's a panic. But one of the reasons was so right at the beginning of the pandemic, we got approached by the ONS Office of National Statistics to be part of the testing program for covid right right so we were getting tested once a week at the start and then it went to once a month and we were both doing it because you're like well okay that's something we can do that's positive and you know but what they did is they paid you for it we didn't know it would be paid but they paid you for it in deliveroo vouchers (laughs) 
Oh. So throughout the pandemic, we were getting <laughs> free deliveries. No way. <laughs> oh, that's so... So each test we did was 25 quid each on Deliveroo. And how often so were you doing a test? Testing. Once Three. a week at first. So, but then you tried so to for up the first number, few months, we, we were getting 50 quid a week delivery vouchers. And then afterwards, then it was 50 quid a month. How did you end up on this scheme? They chose people at random, so we just got a letter. Did they? So do you want to do this? We were like, yeah, we'll do that. Not it's like a good it, version of jury service. You're like, this yeah, is, yeah. I'm actually yeah, getting something Because they come to your house, give you a PCR test. And it's quite nice because no it does also mean that we've been tested regularly throughout. Like, I know I haven't had COVID because I've been tested so much. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, so my you... husband got COVID when I was on holiday in Lanzarote, so that was fine. Um, <laughs> I genuinely just stayed in Lanzarote a bit longer. <laughs> so I wait till you got rid of that, then I'll come back. Wow. So, yeah, so we got those vouchers. So, do, yeah, we did have a lot of... <laughs> and how does it free Deliveroo feel compared to when you're... Pe- does well, it feel more exciting? The thing is, though, what you end up doing is ordering more because you go, well, we've got that paying. for free. And then you end up paying for it. Like, we uh, spent more than 50 quid. Were you? <laughs> Did you? Because we do think, like, I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for a Oaxaca. Yeah. And, but that does get expensive when you start. Like, it could be quite expensive. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. Um, I we, did we one of the most expensive again, delivery orders I've ever done about two weeks ago. We had some friends over and we ordered, it was like 55 quid or something for a number of burgers and chips and stuff from a good place, a really good place. And then halfway through the journey, delivery rang me and said... The guy says his moped's broken down. It's not going to make it. To you. <gasps> no. We'll refund you. But in my mind, I'm thinking he knows that's a great order, <laughs> and he's just pulled into a field somewhere. <laughs> he like every journey, he'll check what someone's ordered and go, "No, nah, it's not good enough." But once an evening, he'll find a lay-by. <laughs> you know what happened to us once? This is beautiful, right? So we had some friends who live in a completely different town. Yeah. Come to stay. This is pre covid and they came to stay and we got a delivery and for some reason they did it on their account i can't remember why but they ordered it on their account anyway a couple of weeks later matt and i were sitting at home and the doorbell rings and there's a delivery guy there we're like we haven't ordered any food they're like oh it's a nate gave the name and realized it was our friends had forgotten to change the address so they'd oh. ordered themselves a meal oh, that night no but they live in a completely different town like they can't no. So we had to ring them and go, you've ordered it to our house? And all they could do was go, well, enjoy. <laughs> oh, wow. It, it's not like they couldn't get it refunded. It was their mistake. And we couldn't get it to them because they live somewhere. What was, their, what was their order? So it was an Indian takeaway. And oh, honestly, God, it was incredible. Is... Just an Indian takeaway. Just turn up your house. When you're not had your dinner. You're just sitting there going, that oh, is so, oh, we love that. That's <laughs> almost as like it's getting free delivery vouchers yeah. <laughs> to, be, to be told that you're COVID negative. <laughs> do, is... do you know, there's something I saw once that was possibly the saddest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my life. I was on a tube. <laughs> this guy, sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but it was so funny. We're on the tube. And um, you know, like when the doors are closing and people run to get on and he ran to get on and he had a bag of Indian takeaway in his hand and he like swung that first and then the door shut. Oh no. And so he didn't get on, but his dinner did. <laughs> oh my so, God. So the tube just sort of left him on the platform as his dinner went off. And we were all there going, so anyone want that? <laughs> like, like I mean, that is, that is. <laughs> did uh, anyone take it? I don't know if anyone, I can't remember if anyone did. I don't think anyone, everyone just sort of laughed. And then. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think there. that's punishment. Because I worry about someone taking an entire takeaway with them on the tube. Yeah. It feels like an odd thing to do. Do people see, do you see people t- tuck in takeaways on the tube? He wasn't going to eat it on the tube. I think you he was taking it home that. to his you don't family. Know that it was like a big family, you know, like in the <laughs> white carrier bag. Oh, you know, the white carrier, the whole the, thing. Yeah, like a They big, were all stacked up. He was obviously just He's not home. there. He's not yeah. there. He's sitting down. As a good citizen, you should really 
get off at the next stop, go to the train going the opposite direction, just pop it on the carriage. I'm a and very let it go busy person, <laughs> Tom. I, I can't be doing that. I'm sorry. He'll learn his lesson and he won't try and get on the doors when they close in again. Um, right. So before we wrap this up, this has been a joy, Angela. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. Well, we normally sort of wrap up and we talk about sort of late night food. It's yeah. something we always want to talk about. So are there any weird late night foods you had? Uh, and, and what is your sort of go to late night drunken sort of thing? So well, the go to is a kebab, right? Because we're British and that's what you do. And when I was younger, we used to have, which is disgusting, just doner meat and chips. Oh, that was like, who, who, have the worst bit oh, of the terrible. kebab, please, with some chips. I love that. <laughs> so that's what we have. But what I wish we had in this country, and and I think people have tried to bring it here, and it's never really taken off, is poutine. Yeah. Um, what is, poutine. What is this? So what it's a real this? Canadian thing. Okay. So my family are from Newfoundland in Canada, and it's chips with cheese curd which is the nearest thing really we have to cheese curd is a paneer i suppose like okay. like cubes yeah. of cheese yeah, curd yeah. and chips and gravy and it is just delicious like it's so good but you can have it with different toppings and stuff as well so where my family from in newfoundland they have it with something called dressing which is the only way i could describe dressing is it has the flavor of sage, sage and onion stuffing so it's like bread so it basically you know if you get a packet like of paxos yeah yeah it's sort of like that before you make it up so it's dry Oh. So it's like breadcrumbs with herbs and stuff in, okay. and you have it on the, and then and in, it's sprinkled dry on top of the chips. on top of the okay. chips gravy and cheese curd, and it's just delicious. And that's their sort of late night. So, so for example, in Newfoundland, in St John's, which is the capital, there's a street called George Street, which is where all the bars are. So you go out in George Street, you have a great time, and then there'll be a poutine truck, and that's where the queues are to get your, and it has all different toppings and yeah. it's just uh-huh. amazing that sounds awesome that sounds great we there's do. there's a great takeaway scene clearly in canada isn't it where we got some emails from listeners there's, there's all like yeah. a, a kebab which has like a, a sweet honey dressing they have yeah. there with their kebabs so it has a sweet thing another weird one was chicken tikka masala pizza though apparently is, yeah. is a thing that I, in, in a canada is I, can't, a, I, I can't i'm not in, i can't be doing on a pizza, pizza i want the only thing i will back down on is i love pineapple on my pizza i don't mind that on a hawaiian but don't be putting don't, don't be putting curried chicken on a pizza have a tikka masala or have a pizza yeah, yeah. yeah. also the structure all you're doing is making neither of those things yeah. as good a spaghetti bolognese panini yeah, is not you know, for me yeah, yeah. So the takeaways that worry me ones, most are the ones that are claim to be do Chinese Indian Italian yeah, no, it's, it's like, like you're what? not specialising in a, anything yeah, yeah, yeah. choose a lane you've yeah. got to yeah you haven't got a <laughs> yeah. chef there who knows is a specialist in anything. So and the menu's yeah. like the sort of the, the in Heathrow, you've got like the, the boards telling you where all the plates yeah, yeah. huge <laughs> thing with all the details. It's like this is not so this if is not we've possible. got any listeners in Canada, which you might do. Yeah. Could we ask them to send through some Oh pictures? my god. If there was I just wish that somebody would pe- a couple of times I've seen it like festivals. I love festival food. Yeah. I get so excited. We had Prime Minister at our wedding. Oh, amazing. Which was really? incredible. We had pies mash in cardboard boxes at our wedding. It was perfect. Oh, brilliant. Ideal. Um, so nice. I love pineapple uh, pineapple food. <laughs> Where did that come I from? Love I was pineapple talking about pineapple. I love festival I love food, is what I meant well. to say. But yeah, poutine. I just wish that we had. There's a truck. It's called Ziggy Peel Good. <laughs> right. It's a truck on George Street. And that's where the queues are after the clubs and pubs all kick out and you pissed and, and you get your chips and gra- uh, chips and great when you're drunk chips gravy with you get bacon bits on top Ooh, all sorts yes, of toppings it's the best it's all carbs and gravy it's just the best late night booze soaking up food and i don't know why we haven't taken to it here well, my i have one final it. question before we end which is just finally have you any takeaway disasters that's all it is a, a time when a takeaway mm. has gone wrong i mean you've you have to rubbish oh i know oh my god this upset me so much okay there's a, there's a bit of a story but i think we've got time yeah. so uh both these disasters have happened in scotland 
Right. Not blaming Scotland, but that's just where they both happened. And one happened to me and one happened to... And I'll finish with a story about lovely Phil Gerrard, just because it's a really funny story. Lovely. But So I love haggis. Like, I really love it. And and in Edinburgh, in Scotland, you know, you get deep fried haggis. Mm. And if I go to the chippy, that's what I'll have. Like deep fried haggis and chips. And I get really... If I'm gigging in Scotland, I'm like, right, tonight I'm going to have deep fried haggis and chips. It's really exciting. And there's one night I was doing a gig at the stand, I think. And I was like, right, tonight's the night. I'm going to have my haggis and chips. I'm really looking forward to it. And so I went to the chippy. And it was really busy in the chippy. And I ordered my haggis and chips and they gave it to me. And I got back to the hotel room, opened it up. And instead of haggis, it was deep fried pizza. Oh, wow. Oh, the wow. most disgusting thing I've ever eaten in my life. Disgusting or, or no, beautiful? No, not even. Because part <laughs> of me was like, awful. maybe it'd be all right. But it's just too much. Look, wow. it takes a lot for me to say that something's too much carbs. But that was too much carbs. <laughs> wow. It was... Just what are, you, are you tasting much pizza in that, or is it just so overwhelming? Was, just batter. It's it just... was just cheesy, weird, because it wasn't like it was good pizza either. Like yeah. I, I do like a pizza that's good. Did you, you do? Know, I don't did like you do the mayonnaise really. and mustard dip? I just put it that. in the bin. I did not do the mayonnaise and mustard dip <laughs> for that. that. <laughs> I, it was the most disappointing. You know, when you think you're getting one thing, and that's yeah. what you're, you're. Even if it had been really good, I would have been disappointed because it wasn't my haggis that I wanted. That's quite extremely not the thing you were hoping really for, though, isn't quite, it? Yeah. I've had situations where I go, oh, they've sent me lemon chicken rather than sweet and sour chicken rather than they've deep fried a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, in the scheme of what's close to what that I was is, hoping for. I think that's up there with one of our top disasters. It was, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, honestly, I think I cried. Because I was so excited. You know, we've done a at gig. The festival as like, well. No, no, I was just doing oh, okay, a gig okay, at the stand. Yeah. But you know, like, I've done a gig. I'm going to get back to my hotel room. I'm going to yeah. watch telly. I'm going to eat my... I've been looking forward to this all day. Yeah. And it just wasn't that. And then I was getting the train home the next morning, you know. What kind of pizza was it? And I... Just, I, I it just disappointment. Disappointment. Well, the only way you'd know that is you'd have to peel off the lid, wouldn't yeah. you? To, uh, peel, oh, off peel off the batter to batter. have a look yeah. and go, oh, oh okay. But the, the, the other story... That's unusual. The egg seems unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> the other story, which I think might be one of the bleakest things you'll yeah. ever hear, was uh, again it was my dear friend Phil Gerrard and I were doing <laughs> were doing a tour show at the stand in Glasgow, and so we were staying in Glasgow, sorry, and then we were doing Edinburgh the next day, and then I think a couple of days later we were driving down to Newcastle. So we were staying in a hotel in Glasgow, and the only hotel I could get that night was the Ibis, which if you've ever stayed at the Ibis at Glasgow, it is the worst hotel in the- like it's, <laughs> it's like Travelodge but worse somehow. Like, it's got plastic furniture that's bolted to the floor in the bedroom. Like, it's just horrible. Wow. Bleak. And I was like, look, we're only there for one night. I'm really sorry. Like, we'll just have to stay there and then we go on to Edinburgh the next day. It'll be fine. So I said to Phil, like, well, what we do, we do the show and then we'll, there's a couple of people um, coming to the show that I knew. I said, we'll all go to an Indian restaurant or something, get some food after the show and then we'll, you know, it won't feel so bad. Then yeah. go back to the <laughs> shit hotel. <laughs> anyway, as I was about to go on stage, about half an hour before, I got a phone call that my grandmother had died. Right? Oh. Now, bless her heart, she was 95. So it's, you know, sad, but it wasn't completely unexpected. However, I just didn't really know what to do. And I knew my mum was like on her own. And I was like, I'm going to need to go home. Mm. after this. So I'm going to do the show. And I booked myself onto the sleeper train. Yeah, yeah. And I just said to Phil, look, I'm going to go and do that, go home. And then I'll come back on the train for the next show, you know. So, so I think the next show was like two days time or something, yeah. but we were going to stay up there because we were in Scotland. So I was like, if you're all right on your own, I'm going to go do that and then I'll come back up to meet you for the show in two days. But I just think my mum needs me. So he's like, yeah, of course, you've got to go, whatever. So I did the show and I went and got the sleeper train and Phil blessed him because I was a bit upset, you know. He came with me to get the train and made sure I got on it all right and stuff. Like, okay, he gave me a lift to the station, whatever, got on it. So by the time I got on the train and gone, it was like gone 11 o'clock. But he'd got in his head, he's like, oh, she mentioned India. I'm really, I'm going to get an Indian takeaway because I've got in my head uh, we were going to go for an Indian. So I'll get a takeaway, take it back to the hotel. Fine. 
So he goes to get an Indian takeaway and he orders a vindaloo, right? Because he, he's an idiot and does that sort of... Uh, the way he would describe... I just wish he was here to tell you the story because the way he describes it's really funny. But he's just like, I forgot, A, you know, I'm not tough and B, I'm also Southern. And I ordered a vindaloo in Glasgow. Like, I'm an idiot, right? But anyway, so we... Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Borders it, takes it back to the hotel, takes one bite and he cannot eat it. <laughs> it's just inedible for him. But by that point, it's too late to go and get anything else. Like the, he got in there just in time to get it. So it's just this bleak picture Phil he had to do because he was really hungry. It was just rinse it under the tap. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, what? He's got the meat and rinsed the vindaloo off it. <laughs> oh, my God. In this God. awful hotel room in Glasgow. And then, when he... and then just ate... Oh, I mean, I don't that know if is so bleak. Isn't that the bleakest thing you've ever That heard? is so bleak. I'm also imagining he's eating it at the sink as well. Yeah, I'm imagining that he's I mean, eating just, it at just the got sink. to get yeah, that. Yeah, By yeah. that point, you just need something to fill your empty stomach, right? He's not enjoying oh, it. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to eat my rinsed meat in front of a film. That it's like, just get this in me, so let it do the bleak. job it has to do. I'll tell you what he needed at that point was a bottle of salad cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely fine um angela it's been such a joy thank oh, you so, had so so much, much. Fun. should we quickly take stock of the food let's think, take before stock we of the food go? so, so angela, mm. tell us i've not eaten very much of it because i've just my well, you can take it with big, you this is from rosa's thai um, which is a thai i think it's in shoreditch oh yeah they are i've um, definitely eaten there yeah so it's lovely think? it was really lovely really nice i've gone for the veggie option as well so yeah. um, it was a tofu wasn't it and it's not yeah tofu and there's nice big chunks of carrot in as well which is good because often you just get those tiny little diced bits of veggie that you don't yeah yeah it's got nice chunks of vegetables in it very good pad thai and I'm a yeah, yeah. big fan of pad thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back Good. in it, I think it could have done with some nuts. Yeah, on it. I think I, I think might have had all the nuts. I, oh. <laughs> I took half of the nuts. Sorry. Oh, well, there you I go. Mine definitely had nuts. So, so <laughs> Crane and I split the food, and Crane because st- uh, mine actually hasn't got any nuts. It's got no lime. It's got a no veg. It's just noodle. I was like, it's good, but it's there's no. There's my problem with, with, my, with this would be there, there were too many nuts. That yeah. was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, Angela, that was so much fun. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you so um, much for having me. You were brilliant, and that was fantastic. And also, it's really worth saying, uh, Phil Jared was a fantastically funny comedian. Yeah. If you want to check out his stuff online, there will be Go, stuff there. Listen to his podcast. He had a podcast called Crash Bang Wallop, which yeah. I know I'm biased because he's one of my mates, but him and his friend Phil Lucas did it, and it's a disaster podcast. But they tread the line really well between it being funny and respectful. And it's things like where people did die, but also things like the Ratner's jewellery thing or like yeah. business disasters as well. But it's really funny. So go and listen to that. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Angela. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Yeah, do take that with thank you. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you. I will. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. 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 Bye.
That was the wonderful Angela Barnes. And it's probably worth just saying that her history podcast, We Are History, is available now, wherever you get your podcast. Just like you listen to ours, you can listen to it wherever you like. And if you want to know about her Edinburgh show, her mailing list is also available at angelabarnescomedy.co.uk. That's angelabarnescomedy.co.uk. Hope you really enjoyed it. Very briefly. Yeah. Soon around, just want to say one quick thing. You know, I, I told you not to mention that other podcasts exist. It's bad for our numbers. So um, it's better that people think this is the only one available. <laughs> Absolutely right, Quinn. So sorry, I'll never do it again. <laughs> Delete all other podcasts. Just stick with ours. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>